This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. -on -one. Chris Monty gets him inside the foul, count it, and one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes, no one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this LaSalle student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Welcome into LaSalle College High School for this Philadelphia Catholic League opening game between the Explorers of LaSalle and Archbishop Ryan High School. Bob Long and Chris Jastrzemski alongside, and we're excited for this one, folks. We've had a few games here in this building of the non-conference variety. This LaSalle team has learned a little bit about itself. Now it's an opportunity to play against the big boys, to play in league, and to see what they're made of in the always competitive Philadelphia Catholic League. Yeah, so we talked about earlier in the season, Malvern Prep, North Penn, they might have been the only tough opponents for this LaSalle team, maybe State College Tournament as well. But this is where the meat and potatoes of the season comes in, the PCL. There's nothing like it. Competition's really different. So this will be our first taste of Catholic League play. Gonna love it. Starting lineups first for Archbishop Ryan. A gritty point guard, number two, Austin Slaughter. He's a senior. Freddie Killian also in the backcourt. He is a senior. Isaiah Brockington, number 21, he is a junior. And then in the front court, Matisse Kulukuskis as junior. And then Austin Chabot, he's number 35, he is a senior. For LaSalle, it's a lot of the same of what they've seen before. Matt Paulus, Jared Stukes in the backcourt, Shane Stark will take the tips. And then Ryan McTamney and Dan Romaldi fill out the starting lineup. Ryan McTamney, 30 points scored in the last game against North Penn. We'll see if he remains hot in going into Philadelphia Catholic League play. And we are underway. Tip one by Freddie Killian, who jumped off against Shane Stark, and we're underway. Slaughter, Kalakuskis from beyond the three-point line. Now back to Austin Slaughter. They work the ball around. This is Isaiah Brockington. Brockington finds Chabot, thought about the three, instead comes inside, dishes back out, ball is lost, it's thrown away. Jared Stukes chases it down, down near the block, gets fouled on his way up, and he will shoot two at the line. That pressure from Jared Stukes from North Penn has looked like he's come back again with that nice little bad pass from Ryan. He's gonna take that layup, and but he gets fouled. He'll get two. No explorers in the lane. The four are over talking back on the bench with Joe Dempsey. Stukes hits the first, and we're on the board here in Philadelphia at Catholic League play in 2015-2016. Jared Stukes, again, no explorers in the lane. will take the second. Nothing but net. It's 2-0 explorers early. Slaughter up the floor, past the Explorer logo with the right-handed dribble. 
Explorers in a 1-3-1 in the half court. Slaughter thought about the three, instead kicks inside. A foul will be called first. He had actually found Freddie Killian inside wide open, but the blocking foul called on the perimeter. Dan Romaldi's first foul. Ryan now from underneath their own basket. 2-0 lead for the Explorers. Driving as Brockington gets hit, but he was a traveling violation will be called first. So he might have been hit, but again, Chris, shuffled those feet beforehand. Shot was ended up being uh, good. But wipe him off the board. LaSalle now with a 2-0 lead. Back into their offensive set. Stark spinning inside, puts it up and finishes over the outstretched arm of Freddie Killian. Good moves by Shane Stark on that basket. 4-0 early, Chabot head faked on the three. Brockington extra pass, Kalakuskis cannot hit. He's short, Killian got hit. Rimaldi was trying to box out. Killian went up in the air and put him in a very dangerous pitch position. That was a foul called against Rimaldi as a result. That's his second. We're gonna see Phil Howell come in to the game. Yes. So early foul trouble for Dan Rimaldi. A minute 17 into this one. Slaughter has some trouble getting it in, gets it in to Killian. Now Slaughter is guarded by Held. Held follows him on his way to the basket. A blocking foul. A necessary hand check that time by Held, but now you're seeing three fouls early from LaSalle, all out of that three position, and a lot of it driven by Austin Slaughter early. Yeah, it's a great play by Slaughter in those three fouls, by the way, as well. And that's a traveling violation. It was inbounded to the top of the key, and just losing the footing was Matisse Kulukowskis. Now to inbound, Shane Stark. Jared Stukes up the floor, guarded by Slaughter. Man-to-man -man defense for Archbishop Ryan. Backdoor cut for McTavney, cannot finish. He got himself too far underneath the basket and couldn't get it above the rim. Back now down the floor, Archbishop Ryan. Great pass by Jared Stukes. McTavney was just too close to that rim. Chabot might have walked again. Indeed, he did on his way to the basket. Slaughter puts his hands on his toes. Bending over in, in frustration and disgust early on here for Archbishop Ryan, not getting it going offensively. 6.07 to play, first quarter, couple minutes into this one. 4-0 LaSalle. Explorers dressed in their home white, going left to right on your radio dial. Paulus just inside the three-point line, will knock down the mid-range shot. 6-0 Explorers. A much better start from Saturday for the Explorers. They're up 6-0, they haven't given up a point yet. Maybe now. Killian inside, finishes high off the glass. It's a 1-3-1 defense for LaSalle and Slaughter cut right through, one deep pass into the weak side block. And now thrown away by McTamney, he was looking for Stark. Threw it over his head. And throwing to nowhere in particular was Austin Slaughter. We saw bad passes early in Saturday's game with North Penn. Haven't seen that much lately, but that whole possession from, for each team, we got bad passes for each team. Slaughter threw it for Kulakuskis, who he thought was gonna cut to the basket. Instead, he stayed behind the three-point line. It was too long a pass to begin with. Never really had much of a chance beyond the end line now with Sal basketball. Conrad Kiska is also in for Phil Hall for the Explorers. 
Inside it comes to Stark. He motions off a double team, creates space, backs inside, double team comes and it's blocked by Chabot. Out of bounds, last touch by Ryan. Now underneath their own basket, LaSalle will inbound a 6-2 lead, 5.04 to play first quarter here in the Philadelphia Catholic League opening game. Stukes to inbound. Paulus comes off a screen, couldn't find him. Instead, gets it into Stark, who will relay it right back to Stuke. Jared Stukes sets up the offense now. McTamney thought about spotting up. Instead, back top of the key, right near the Explorer logo. Stukes will start again. The handoff to Paulus. The Explorer's in no particular hurry here. Stukes now guarded by Slaughter, comes off a screen, finds McTamney, baseline three. That one's good. Good two-man game from Stukes and McTamney. And now stepping out of bounds, number 21, Isaiah Brockington. Just a simple pass along the sideline from Slaughter to Brockington, and you can see the visible frustration from Austin Slaughter already. The gritty senior point guard, Archbishop Ryan, needs a timeout. Oh, they need one, definitely. 9 2 st start for the Explorers. Just poor play from the Raiders for most of this hat, for most of this quarter. They need to get their heads together. Let's see if they can make this game a little interesting. We'll take a quick break, come back on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. Philadelphia Catholic League opener. Back to action, LaSalle with the ball. Jared Stukes now across the midcourt stripe. Paulus now off to McTamney. They'll switch it around back to Stukes. Jump stops in the lane, back to Isaiah Jones. Mid-range shot from the baseline, back iron, no good. And Chabot gets the rebound. McTamney over the top, called for a foul. And we see some adjustment from the Explorers. Isaiah Jones, Zach Chrysler, a freshman in for Shane Stark. 4.04 to play, first quarter. LaSalle leading 9-2 against the Road Raiders of Archbishop Ryan. They're dressed in their black road uniforms with the red, black, and white stripes up both sides. Chabot gets into the lane, floats it up towards the basket, can't finish. Chrysler with the rebound, but it's stolen by Slaughter. Slaughter then passes it again, not really looking where he's throwing it. Intended for Chabot. Stukes was there, up the floor quickly. It's knocked out of bounds by Slaughter. LaSalle will retain possession, but too many turnovers for the senior point guard for Archbishop Ryan. So far, once again, we're seeing a lot of pressure from Jared Stukes. Phil Heltz will be coming into the game for McTamney. 
Still 9-2, 3.36 to play, first quarter. Matt Paulus will inbound from underneath LaSalle's basket. He finds Chrysler, cross-court pass to Phil Held. LaSalle into the offense. Stark will crash toward the lane, back up top now. Isaiah Jones, who will hand off for Matt Paulus, and they will run another offensive set. Stukes takes the feed. Should say Shane Stark and now Phil Held. Stark on the baseline. Back up top to Isaiah Jones. No hurry whatsoever as he ticked toward three minutes remaining in this quarter and about 45 seconds on this possession. Zach Chrysler has trouble getting rid of it. Now finds on a backdoor cut Matt Paulus, who can't finish. Good hands in there from Killian made it tough. Wide open in the paint for Paulus. He just can't make that touch in. Transition three for Austin Chabot off the feed from Austin Slaughter. It's now nine to five on the quick response from Ryan. Phil Held along the baseline. Double team comes, able to get it back to Matt Paulus. Will reset to Isaiah Jones. Offense a bit sluggish here for LaSalle, slow to get into things. And now they really forced a pass. Stark was looking for Held. There were two Ryan guys there to intercept the ball before it ever could have gotten to Held. Now Brockington gets by Paulus and a foul will be called, likely against Paulus. That is already the fifth foul against the Explorers and that will actually be given to Zach Chrysler who was also in on the play. Both Paulus and Chrysler will come off the floor. Ryan to inbound now underneath their own basket. Paulus nearly with a steal, knocked it out of bounds. It was intended for Isaiah Brockington. We'll do it again this time from the sideline. 2.05 to play first half, a 9-5 lead for the Explorers. Long possessions for the Explorers, turnovers for Archbishop Ryan, the two early stories here. Brockington. Finds Chabot, top of the key. He will spot up from right there. Back iron, no good. Great position by the Explorers. And it's actually last touched as it was going toward the end line. Slaughter got a hand in there as he snuck around the outside. But very good position from the Explorers. Forced the reach and not a foul necessarily, but Slaughter knocked it out of bounds. LaSalle basketball. We're going to see Dan Ramaldi check back in the game. He's got two fouls with agents. Going to check out for a little bit. Jared Stukes up the floor now with the left hand. 140 to play, first quarter, a 9-5 lead for the Explorers. The scoring has stopped recently for the men in white. Phil Held, he'll step right up to the three-point line, pass away. Not a lot of movement inside the three-point line yet for the Explorers. They work it around to the baseline. Dan Romaldi is double teamed, off to Phil Held, still not inside the three-point line yet, as he holds and has to almost desperately get it over to Stukes. They're out near the half-court stripe now, have yet to get it inside the three-point line on this possession. They work it around to the baseline. Romaldi spins into a double team, now has trouble getting out, can get back to Held. He'll reset once again. We're down to 56 seconds to play. LaSalle's almost ready to hold for the last possession. Romaldi now. Stukes. McTamney will launch from beyond the three-point line. Back iron, no good. Held with a strong rebound. 
nearly taken away from him, and it's last touch by Archbishop Ryan. Austin Slaughter not happy at all, and Chris, I don't blame Nobody him. Nobody on that Ryan bench is happy. It looked like, looked like Phil Hell last touched the ball, but I'm not a ref. They are, and they say that last touched by Ryan. That also might be one of those where you don't want to call a foul, but there was contact that led to him touching the ball last, yeah. so call 50-50, put it down the middle, and just give it back to LaSalle without giving a, a foul to Archbishop Ryan. Well, they're gonna get the ball anyways. Yes, a crash to the bucket from Ryan McTamney. Stukes could not hit him from the with the lob feed. And now for the last possession, presumably, of the first quarter, trailing by four, Archbishop Ryan gets into the offense with under 20 to shoot. Two is gonna be good for Ryan, three, it's gonna be really good. Kulikuskis way short. Conrad Kiska with the rebound. LaSalle plenty of time to work. Under 10 seconds to play. Stukes up past the midcourt stripe. Stukes off to Paulus. Extra pass to McTamney at the buzzer. Knocks it down. Ryan McTamney ends the first quarter with a flourish. A three to put the Explorers back up seven. 12 to five after eight minutes of play. We will take a break and come back on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, presented by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. The second quarter is LaSalle back to action quickly. Stukes brings it into the front court. Now to Kiska. They swing it around. Extra pass to Matt Paulus on the baseline. Can't hit the three. McTamney gets the rebound. Shovels it back. Somehow it gets all the way to Matt Paulus. And now a traveling violation called against Conrad Kiska. So an early turnover here for the Explorers in the second quarter. Gives the ball right back to the Raiders of Archbishop Ryan, who trail by seven. Austin Slaughter, number two, the senior point guard up the floor. Austin Chabot. Slaughter will come up, take a shot from the elbow. Well long, can't hit. Fred Killing gets the rebound, but right there to steal it is Jared Stukes. Sneaky Jared Stukes. Stukes goes to the basket, can't finish. Stark with the follow. Shane Stark puts in two, follows up the Stukes miss. He went in amongst the trees, could not finish. But Stark with the follow. One of the best student sections in the first PCL game of the year has just made their presence. Fred Killian, runner in the lane, can't finish. Good defense by McTamney. And now traveling with it is Jared Stukes. He got a bit ahead of himself. 
and jumped in the air, unfortunately landed first. I think was looking initially to throw it to McTamney, but anytime you leave your feet, Chris, you never know what's gonna happen once you do. The passing lane closed up. He didn't know what to do with it, and as a result, it resulted in a travel. What's that, like the fifth or sixth travel call of the year? I mean, not the year, the season. I mean, not the season, the game. <laughs> not the season, the second quarter. No, the, the game, yes. I haven't seen a lot of traveling calls in high school basketball like this, just six and about a quarter and a half. And Isaiah Brockington gets to the rim. Good individual move. He got there, he was hit, and he'll shoot one more at the line. The bucket gets Archbishop Ryan back to within just seven, and the lefty will go to the line. Brockington, look at his shoes. Look at his shoes. He's, he's rocking those kicks really well, those personalized Archbishop Ryan, K, I think they're KDs. Chris, it's great to have you on the radio, and it's your second time on here. People can't see his shoes, That's so true. why don't you describe them okay. to them? They are uh, <laughs> black and white, Archbishop Ryan logo on them, 21 on the back. They're different than the uh, Nike Hyperdunk Reds that the rest of the team is wearing. Very good. <laughs> And I, I, that's why I knew you had a future in radio yes. right there. Yes. Brockington hits the shot. Coming off the floor is Freddie Killian. Amin Bryant, a freshman, will come onto the game. Good size out of Amin Bryant for just a freshman. I mean, not the tallest guy you'll ever see, but somewhat wide-bodied for what you'd see usually out of a ninth grader. He's still growing as well, hopefully, for a ninth grader. Shane Stark now into the offense for the Explorers. Hands off to McTamney, who hands off to Isaiah Jones. Jones right back to Stark. Bit of a dangerous feed there. Stark now takes it in himself. Off the glass, cannot finish. McTamney can't finish on one motion. Gets the rebound back again and then loses it. Isaiah Jones gets the ball and gets called for a foul. He's not happy. He is not happy whatsoever. I'll tell you what, that is that is a safety Isaiah Jones going in there and scooping up a loose ball. To me, that didn't look like a foul, but I don't know. Catholic League play in effect. And you've seen teams like LaSalle and Archbishop Ryan, rivalries like these, and just the type of teams that they are, they can get a little gritty, a little physical, a little chippy, and maybe something where you want to nip that in the bud early. Also could have been something where you just anticipate. A guy dives sort of near another guy's legs. You just anticipate there's going to be contact there. But what an incredible athlete that, I, that Isaiah Jones is to go in there and from our vantage point really get no contact whatsoever with the guy. Just get all ball on the loose one. He just tried to strip the ball away. And by the fouls called. Two foul shots for Isaiah Brockington. That was the seventh team foul against the Explorers, so he hits both on the one and one. It's now a 14 to 10 game with under six minutes to play in the second quarter. Paulus will come off the screen, head fakes once, might have been on the line, launches the shot, no good. Stark with the long rebound, and they will reset the offense up near the Explorer logo led by Jared Stukes. Gets into the lane, now does Stukes. Leaves off for Stark, who gives back to Paulus. Back to Stark. Two-man game as Stark will get back to Paulus. The look from three-point land is no good. Brockington with the rebound. Bryant to the bucket. Can't finish. And Isaiah Jones nearly stripped in the backcourt, but fouled by Isaiah Brockington. The second team foul against Archbishop Ryan. Now, Chris, for as clean as that play from Isaiah Jones was, I believe that someone got the foot of Amin Bryant, which led to the miss. I believe that was a foul call on the breakaway that should have been called and potentially even with the little swipe through way behind the ball. 
something of the intentional or flagrant one variety. I thought I saw a foul as well on Jones, but no call. So we never saw it. Give one and get one. Often the way it is, even if not intended in high school and other levels of basketball. 5-16 to play, a four-point lead for the Explorers, 14-10. This is Jared Stukes finding Paulus beyond the three-point line. McTamney came off a screen. He was stripped. Now Paulus tries to get it back in toward McTamney. He was double-teamed, and he throws it away. Austin Slaughter off for Christopher Guest, and they'll hand back to Slaughter to restart the offense. Very choppy here in the first two quarters, and a traveling violation Another is one. called Matisse Kulukuskis. Get a, a DJ Cali reference there. Another one. Another traveling call. You got the wrong guy here. Sorry. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. 14 to 10, your score. 4.50 to play, second quarter. Phil Held gets double teamed and stolen by Slaughter. Looked like he knew he, exactly who he wanted to go to. Now Slaughter loses the ball. LaSalle able to come up with it. This is Shane Stark. Phil Held with the initial presser and Joe Dempsey. Thankfully for everybody involved, calls the timeout. 30-second timeout, LaSalle. I think he realized, Chris, that his team needed a breather, needed to slow things down. Archbishop Ryan wants to run. They want to speed LaSalle up faster than they want to go. And they're playing right into that right now. I think that's the message. Mo Ryan looks like they had a momentum shift, and then LaSalle just needed to call that timeout to try to shift momentum back to their side. Great play by Austin Slaughter on that steal. But... Didn't really finish, lost the ball, eventually LaSalle got it, and we have that timeout. Choppiness here in the second quarter as the two teams break the huddle. 14 to 10, the lead for the Explorers. As we come down toward the latter stages of the second quarter, we mentioned the low scoring aspect and nature of the O'Hara St. Joe's prep game seeing some of that here in this game as well. Just two points scored from the Explorers in the first nearly four minutes of this second quarter. Matt Paulus looks to change that along with Shane Stark. Stark draws a double team, gets back to McTamney. Crossover dribble into the lane, cannot finish. Might have been a block by Kulukuskis. Yeah, solid block there. And now up the court, Phil held there for the steal, the long pass. He gets it off now to Paulus, who will spin and reset. Frenetic pace here at LaSalle, and a blocking foul will be called as Jared Stukes, after taking the pass from Paulus, went into the lane. He was actually passing on the play, so LaSalle will get the throw in from underneath their own basket, but the foul called against Chris Kuhar, and that's his first, the team's third. We remain 14 to 10, 402 to play, first quarter. LaSalle gets it inbounds to McTamney. He is fouled on his way up. It was a good curl into actually the near side block. It looked like he was going for the far side. He cut right inside toward that near block right next to Jared Stukes. Easy pass in, and he was grabbed by the wrist on his way up. McTamney to shoot the first. Shooter's roll, gets it to go home, pops straight up in the air off the back rim and went down. McTamney leads all scores with seven so far in this first half. He put down 30 in the game against North Penn. Huge game for Ryan McTamney. 
Matt Paulus had 12 in that game. Shane Stark with 10 and Stukes with nine. The four of them are really the catalysts for this team offensively and hits the second to give the Explorers a 16 to 10 lead. Now Ryan back up the floor, Amin Bryant with the ball. The slip by Chabot, pass comes there. Along the baseline, Conrad Kiska bodies up and is called for the foul. Austin Chabot will go to the line to shoot one and one. Coach Joe Dempsey not happy on that one, but Chris, I saw that one. I, yep. I certainly see the foul, mm -hmm. and Kiska was not that straight up and down plane. Absolutely not. Went into him as he was about to shoot the opportunity from about five feet away. He will miss the front end of the one and one. Chrysler, who just came into the game, gets the rebound. Freshman Zach Chrysler at 6'7". Surprisingly, he's the tallest kid on this team. Now Matt Paulus, fake the three, slaughters on the floor, tried to get the steal. Now a man down, stukes into the lane area, back up top to Paulus. Paulus, one step inside, evades the man and hits it from 16 feet away. Look, I think he looked like he was trying to draw that foul there on Ryan, but he got two instead. Ryan back down the floor, bit of a ill-advised shot from Christopher Guest, came off a screen, shot it from just inside the three-point line with a hand in his face. Fortunate that the rebound was knocked out of bounds by Jared Stooks. And Ryan will take over once again, 3.08 to play. Now an eight-point lead for the Explorers, 18 to 10 in the Philadelphia Catholic League opener. Tim's gonna check out, Shane Stark's gonna come back in again. They throw it away, Jared Stooks is there, one on two, gets into the lane, finishes at the bucket, and they call a charge Chris, Ooh. that is a bad call. Ooh. He was set, but he was directly underneath the basket. I thought that was a little late on that call as well. It was a very, very late call and a, a bad one as well. Yep. Now that ball, Chris, was well out of his hands by Absolutely, the time he yeah. made contact. That is the source of a lot of rule changes here in college basketball and down to the high school levels like this. Now that, no matter when it happens, will not be counted. That's a rule change and now another steal by the Explorers. Conrad Kiska goes three on one, gets hit on his way Ooh. there. He'll shoot two. Shane Stark with an almost good putback but that would have not counted anyways, so. Would have gotten the students back on there. Well, they're certainly on their feet, but Absolutely. it would have gotten them in the air. Conrad Kiska to shoot two, and the rest of the LaSalle team over to take a quick breather. This is a frenetic pace from Winmore, Pennsylvania in the Philadelphia Catholic League opener. And frankly, I don't know why we expected anything different. Now, this is fun basketball. This is why this is some of the best basketball in the state. Now what are they talking about here? Archbishop Ryan coaches over there. Players not happy either. Did they just give another foul? Trying to see what. Did they just get a technical? They're pulling the Archbishop Ryan. Legal substitution. Thank you, Chris Carabello, the PA announcer, because that's tough to get from up here. So an illegal substitution will give Conrad Kiska free foul shots on the line. He hits the first. Well, Sal now will get the ball after these free throws as well. Kiska's second is up and good. Knocks down both. It's 20 to 10 now, Explorers. 
Now he will get his free throws from the foul itself when he got fouled on the way to the bucket. Two more upcoming for Conrad Kiska. Three for three for the freshman. It's just him all by himself, just like he's outside of this house just shooting hoops. With a bunch of his best friends wearing Christmas sweaters to his left. Absolutely. It is ugly sweater night at LaSalle. The student section out in full force. And right in front of his best buddies, he knocks down four in a row. 22 to 10 the score, 2.43 to play second quarter. LaSalle on an 8-0 run in the last two minutes. You start to feel just a little bit more edge up here, Chris. I mean, we saw a great game on Saturday, but there's a bit more intensity that comes along with a Philadelphia Catholic League basketball game. It's just a different kind of animal. Into the lane, scoring, count it, and the foul. Brian McTamney got to the bucket. Did they call, did they call an off? No. They call an offensive foul. They did, wow. So one referee, Chris, and Joe Dempsey talking to the referee about this right now. One referee on the baseline was referencing and motioning a blocking foul. Another one had an offensive foul. The offensive foul wins out. So now two offensive fouls in the span of two minutes here. Some questionable Paul calls here in this quarter. Isaiah Jones with some hawkish defense, forcing Austin Slaughter to call a timeout. 2.21 to play. Second quarter, a 22 to 10 lead for the Explorers of LaSalle. Head coach Joe Dempsey continuing to badger the officials. I don't blame him at all. One, having two referees with two different calls, and two, the block winning out, or I'm sorry, the charge winning out does not make sense to me. I'm not sure. So I don't really know high school PIAA, PIAA basketball rules, but I'm not sure the refs can, you know, just like congregate and see which one which or if one rules well, the other. Well, and you're right. There, there is should be a congregation. You're absolutely right. I mean, you just need to get the call right at that point. I understand sometimes two guys have different calls, don't know who's going to call what. But when he's slotting that hard toward the near side block with the time the contact was made, just a very difficult call to make there. 22 to 10. Austin Slaughter takes the feed. Chabot will line up a three from the top of the key. No good off the side rim. Zach Chrysler there for an uncontested rebound. Up the floor now. Paulus to Stukes. Back to Paulus. Isaiah Jones swings it around to Zach Chrysler on the baseline. Ball fake. Now up to Stukes. Stark will take it top of the key. He likes to go off the dribble. He's guarded by Freddie Killian. He sets him up. Leaves off for Stukes now. Stukes will launch the three. No good off the side rim. Saved by Stark, but right to Slaughter. And now a five on four if Ryan hurries. They'll get the open look from the baseline. No good, well long from Chris Palantino. And now up quickly Stukes. Stukes hit on his way to the basket, grasped across the wrist. And two foul shots coming for Jared Stukes. 1.32 to play second quarter. <laughs> Notice how the student section saying use making fun of the Northeast accent. They do their homework here. Smart kids. 
And now Coach Dempsey will pull his guys to the side. Isaiah Jones went flying after that play as well. May have gotten a little bit of an extra tap after the whistle. And I think Joe Dempsey, sensing that, brought his team over to get them out of any extracurricular discussions with this Raider team and vice versa. Stukes able to hit the first free throw. All alone on the line, Jared Stukes. And there was a technical foul called Chris. Two more coming for the Jared radar. Stukes. And that might have been that push on Isaiah Jones. He was in a very, very delicate position, vulnerable, up in the air, and hit at that point. So that's where the extra free throws are coming from. Jared Stukes will knock down all four. So Yet four again. technical foul shots hit by LaSalle that gives them a 16-point lead, 26 to 10, with a minute 32 to play, and the ball coming here as well. So Archbishop Ryan really shooting themselves in the foot early. Killer, killer for Ryan. We didn't see any big time signal from any of the referees, but a technical foul was called. Now Isaiah Jones dribbles into traffic and back out. Now Shane Stark will just hold it. Matt Paulus on the handoff from Stark. LaSalle in no hurry. With a minute 10 to play, they'll likely settle for the last shot. Paulus now, he is guarded by Isaiah Brockington. Jared Stukes coming off his screen, gets into the lane. Hit on his way there, and he will shoot two more. Palms to the sky, Isaiah Brockington doesn't agree with the call, who wasn't even in on the foul. It looks like it'll be number 11, Chris Palantino, called for it. Jared Stukes to shoot two more at the line. LaSalle leading by 16. Stukes knocks down another one. No explorers in the lane, four Raiders. Stukes hits them both. It's 28 to 10, 55 seconds to play, first half. The soul very much taken out of this Raider team early. They would need quite a second half performance to get back into this one. Long three from Chabot, hit the backboard first from almost the baseline. And an easy rebound for the Explorers. Nothing sitting for these Raiders at all tonight except just close plays and, leap and layups. And now LaSalle will get the last possession, 27 to shoot. Jared Stukes probably was fouled with a hand check, not called. Shane Stark hands off for Isaiah Jones. LaSalle in no hurry, 16 to play. Jones nearly has the ball taken away from him, finds the safety valve, Shane Stark. Stark now goes through his legs, nearly has the ball stolen, able to get it back, he's on the floor. And a timeout is timeout. called by Isaiah Jones. Off the ball, Isaiah Jones got Slaughter and Stark were in there, and Slaughter pulled away at the last minute. May have pulled some of the jersey of Shane Stark. Stark got up and he wasn't happy about it, but no worse for the wear. The Ryan head coach was just right on one of the, uh, one of the gray lines of this basketball court, far off. The end, line, the end line. Archbishop Brian Coach is not happy whatsoever, nope. certainly with, and that was a tough call against Archbishop Brian, I believe. Absolutely. Listen, Chris, this is a tough game to officiate. Two very gritty 
chippy teams at times. And we're seeing a lot of that out of Archbishop Bryan because they're down by a lot and you get frustrated sometimes, that's what you do. Yep. But they're getting a lot of calls wrong. That was a jump ball. There's no way Absolutely. Shane Stark had possession there by the time I Isaiah Jones didn't see called any timeout. possession whatsoever. I mean, I'm just seeing very, very difficult calls be gotten blatantly wrong, and I hate to say that. Isaiah Jones cuts to the bucket. He's blocked. Well done by Austin Slaughter to sneak a hand in there and get all ball. LaSalle will get it back. 2.4 seconds to play. They lead by 18. We're going to see Jared Stukes come back in for Phil Helen to close out this half. Yeah, they want to get a shooter in there. Last offensive possession of the half. Paulus to inbound underneath the basket. They get it into Stukes. Paulus back. Will he get off the three? He will. Ooh. Went off the backboard. Could not fall. After the first half, the score, LaSalle 28, Archbishop Ryan 10. The defense of the Explorers faring well. The psyche of the Explorers collectively being tested by the chippiness of this Archbishop Ryan team. They've fared very well, Chris. It's going to be great experience for these young guys playing in a PCL game such as Ryan to get themselves ready for a few weeks when PCL play fully ramps up in January and February. We'll take a break. The halftime show comes up next. We'll have halftime stats for you and much more. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're presented by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 
215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long and Chris Jastrzemski alongside. Your, your halftime score here, a big lead for the Explorers, 28-10. to 10, And Chris playing well on both sides of the basketball amidst a chippy atmosphere, a tough game, and just the emotions that come into the first game of Philadelphia Catholic League play. Always chippy for a game like this, especially with Archbishop Ryan for the Northeast. We saw... LaSalle get a little bumped up. Ryan's just causing a lot of pain for the Explorers. But Ryan's also shooting themselves in the foot with some technical fouls. We saw two technical fouls. The Explorers made all four of their free throw shots, a total of eight, including the two that they got for fouls for each technical. So Ryan's also just killing themselves in their game. If maybe they don't have those technical fouls, it'll be a, a different, possibly different game. Spread out scoring for the Explorers of LaSalle. Two guys with eight, Ryan McTamney and J Jared Stooks. They both have eight. Three guys have four, Conrad Kiska, who hit four at the line all in one sitting. And then Matt Paulus also has four. Shane Stark has four. Those are your five scores, and not a lot of scoring for Archbishop Bryant in general. Now, when you come out for the second half of a game like this, Archbishop Ryan, what's their mindset? They're going to be, one, trying to get back into the game, but two, probably very frustrated. It's the way they play. It just it seems as if what we saw in the first half might continue. A few little sheep shots after the whistle. If you're Coach Dempsey in the locker room right now, what are you telling your players? Uh, you gotta, they're going to be coming at you. Odds are they're going to be trying to like cool themselves off, but sometime probably around the middle of the third quarter, they're going to try and get chippy again, and your goal is to just take it. Take, I mean, it's not going to look good for you, but take it because you're winning a basketball game and not a backyard fight like maybe some of these guys want to. But just take it and just play LaSalle basketball. You, you don't want to play their game because their game's a little quick and a little chippy. Play your game, and you're going to be cruising to victory. For Archbishop Ryan as well, from a tactical perspective, there was a time in the first half when they were getting exactly what they wanted out of this LaSalle offense. They got them moving quicker than they wanted to, they forced a few passes, they double teamed, and that was able to get a run out or two that led to a few of the score op scoring opportunities that they had in the first half. They need to get back to that. If you're a Raiders player or coach right now, 
the understanding has to be we're going to double quickly, we're going to double hard, we're going to continue to play physical without being chippy necessarily and try to force some turnovers. I mean, 18 points in high school basketball, yes, scoring 10 in the first half does make it seem a little daunting to get back from an 18-point deficit, but there's certainly an opportunity. There's 16 minutes of basketball left, and 18 points, I mean, you can get six or eight back in the span of three or four possessions with big-time turnovers. So Archbishop Ryan, not out of this one yet, needing to work quickly and needing to play smart. They also need to get some shots going. They haven't had a lot of quality shots that have gone in. They've mainly had layups and mainly just shots in the paint that have just gone in, but outside the perimeter and close to the perimeter, they need to get those going in. No threes yet for Stukes or Paulus. McTamney has hit two. The Explorers 25% from three-point range, 14 of 14 from the line. That's a pretty good percentage, Chris. I think they'd take that. And that's a big part of the reason why they are winning this game. I mean, to w shoot that many free throws, yes, a lot of them of the technical variety, but both Stukes, Paulus, McTamney, and even Stark has gotten a few with the line from driving to the hoop from beyond the three-point line. You know, Ryan having trouble keeping up with them. To get there and then to hit all 14 free throws, that's going to put you up in just about any game you play. That helps a lot. Take those 14 free throws away, and it's just a four. It's literally just a four-point game. That's exactly so, right. Including those technical foul shots that they had, along with those two from the original foul, that, that's huge in this game. That's exactly right. We'll take a break here, come back, and when we do come back, it's time for basketball. About two minutes till tip-off here. This has been the Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. We're presented by Dunphy Ford, and we'll be right back. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. 
Welcome back to LaSalle College High School, site of the Philadelphia Catholic League opening game between the Explorers of LaSalle and the Raiders of Archbishop Ryan. Bob Long, Chris Jastrzemski alongside. Big lead here for the Explorers. They lead 28 to 10. And Archbishop Ryan will start with the basketball to begin the second half. Nearly a full house here at LaSalle, a great crowd this evening as we rein in Philadelphia Catholic League play, and it will be so for the remainder of the season. Ryan, now, moving left to right on your radio dial. Now, if I'm Ryan, I would want to get the first shot off, and they don't. They do. Austin Slaughter hit it, but or took the shot, but wasn't close to hitting it. Mm -hmm, that's what I meant. E extra pass comes back. Slaughter will skip past it. Long three, that's well short, and Stark with an easy rebound off the miss from Matisse Kulakuskis. See, if you would if you would get at least the first shot in, or at least the first or second shot in, you would feel a little good about yourself, but getting those three short, that doesn't really do a good amount for this Ryan team. Shane Stark now after a few passes along the perimeter. LaSalle in no particular hurry, and why would they be? They are up 28 points. A little under 16 minutes in this game through the next few quarters. Spinning baseline, Shane Stark finishes easily over Freddie Killian. Very good bucket. Ryan, I think, wanted a hook, but I'm not sure he ever wrapped the arm. I think he just spun and was able to hit that bucket. Inside look came to Killian. Back up top, slaughter for three. He it rolls around the rim and will not go down. Dan Rimaldi with the rebound. Off to Jared Sukes, who goes behind his back. Off to Paulus. Quick three. No good. Slaughter with the rebound. It's a three-on-one. Slaughter off to Brockington. Brockington scores. Paulus went down on the play. No foul called. Now Stukes inside to McTamney, finishes with the left hand. LaSalle up the floor quickly. Stukes with a steal. Knocked out of his hands and out of bounds. And they'll give it to Archbishop Ryan. We'll see now both referees discussing, and they're going to change the call. Needed. Thought I went off of Ryan's hands. LaSalle now will have the basketball. 32 to 12 the score, 6.20 to play third quarter in the Philadelphia Catholic League opening game. Stark unable to get the pass from Aldi, needed to put some more steam on it as he cut to the back, or the far block, I should say. Easy steal for Archbishop Ryan, up the floor they come. Isaiah Brockington, mid-range shot. No good, can't hang on the front rim long enough to go down. Jared Stukes through a defender, up to the bucket, and finishes in the face of Austin Chabot. Good play by Jared Stukes. He almost lost the ball. He almost tripped uh, going through half court, but got his composure back. Was able to get that rebound, that layup, excuse me. Kulakuskis threw it away, but Stukes had tipped it first. Goes out of bounds back to Archbishop Bryan. But that play, Chris, was great because Stukes, like you said, he got into the lane, avoided losing the ball. Right at the end, the body control to come up and not just run over Chabot, but still finish at the bucket. Avoided a charge and got the bucket at the rim. Now Brockington will take another step inside the three-point line, try again. Front rim, no good. Rebound down to Stark. Up the floor quickly, McTamney. Extra pass to Romaldi. He finishes at the bucket easily. That's his first bucket of the night for the senior, Romaldi. LaSalle, no issue pushing the ball. Just beating the Ryan team back down the floor. 
Now a long three. That hit the backboard first. Amin Bryant. And a foul is called against Matisse Kulakuskis. He just grabbed Stark from the backside as he was grabbing the rebound. Archbishop Bryant now to pick up. They will pick up in their full court pressure. Man to man at look. Trouble getting it in. Double team comes on Stukes. Still not out of trouble yet. Hits the rim. Slaughter comes down with it, floats it. Back iron, no good. Tipped back out by the Explorers. Up they come. Paulus will take a look from three. Knocks it down. Matt Paulus with nobody in particular rebounding. Says it doesn't matter. I'm going to hit it. 39-12. Explorers lead. Brockington gets through the defense. Cannot get it to fall, but is fouled on his way to the bucket by Shane Stark. Two free throws coming for Isaiah Brockington. Nothing has fell for the Raiders in this game. You heard the student section yell out, Brick Squad. They've been literally hitting bricks. I haven't seen one good shot. Maybe, maybe this quarter they might have had a good shot, but not a lot of good shots going in. They can't seem to convert. It has been a struggle for this Archbishop Ryan team, and that's compounded by the fact that the defense isn't getting back. LaSalle able to run out after rebounds and get easy buckets at the rim. Not a good strategy and not a good recipe for success when on the other side, the Ryan offense has scored 12 points. Brockington, the lefty. Back iron, no good on the first free throw. Nothing falling tonight for Archbishop Ryan. Isaiah Jones will check back into the game. Five on the floor, Paulus, Kiska, Jones, Stark, and Stooks. Second free throw is good. He hits one of two. It's 39 to 13. Double team comes in the backcourt again. Stooks slips through. Paulus gets it taken away, but it's out of bounds. Last touch by Austin Slaughter. LaSalle will inbound right at the midcourt stripe. We're going to see a lot of full court defense from the Raiders and a lot of double teaming inbounding for the rest of this game. Which, see if the Raiders can try and get back in it. Which the way they're double teaming will either lead to easy buckets for the Explorers as Slaughter nearly stole it, tried to save it from going out of bounds, could not. A lot of good steals from Slaughter. Just yet again, he just... We're going to give a warning looks at Stukes and Slaughter. They've been going at it all night for sure. Two gritty point guards on both teams. Paulus will come off the floor in his place. Comes McTamney back into the game. Ball is tipped and stolen by Archbishop Ryan. Chabot backs down inside. A foul is called against Isaiah Jones. Just took a wicked swipe at the left wrist of Austin Chabot right in front of the referee. Not a great recipe for success either. Nope, not at all. That is now the team's second foul of the half. Isaiah Jones' is second foul personally. It's a lot better than that early first quarter where Dan Romaldi had two and then fell out his replacement, had one early in the first quarter. Three came from Isaiah Brockington. Rebound to Kulakuskis, went up and was fouled. He'll shoot two at the line. But Archbishop Brian Chris just not running any offense. They're running everything through Brockington. He makes one or two dribbles, a head fake, and then launches from distance. He's your key guy, but they need to spread out this offense. He's, Brockington's got eight, Chapo has three, and then Freddie Killian has two. And from what I see, 
that's all the offense that the uh, Raiders have thus far. Matisse Kulakuskas hits the first free throw. He will shoot the second now. Dribbles three times, end over end spin, and knocks down the second free throw. 39 to 15, 425 to play, third quarter. Throwing it away now is Isaiah Jones. So once again, Archbishop Ryan will have possession, and this is really their dying hope at this point, is that if they can get a few turnovers and a few easy buckets, try to find a way back into this one. This is what we talked about, Ryan trying to play their game. Kulakuskis for three, it's good. Looks like you're gonna start playing the game right now. 39 to 18, a quick 5-0 run for Archbishop Ryan. Up the floor now, the Explorers. Isaiah Jones to the bucket, amidst a double team. Count Foul, it. count it, and one. Isaiah Jones got to the rim. A long pass from Matt Paulus got it up to Shane Stark. Shane Stark with the cross-court pass to Isaiah Jones, who took one step and then put it up with the right hand, got hit on his way there. Jones now to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. Back iron, no good, and the rebound down to Austin Slaughter, who walks it across the timeline. Isaiah Brockington, they'll swing it around. Amin Bryant, Kulakuskis, thought about another three. Instead, hands to Austin Chabot. The freshman, Amin Bryant, now across the floor to Brockington. Brockington is guarded by Matt Paulus, but they'll switch on the screen. Jump stop through the lane. Brockington somehow finishes. Kulakuskis had his hands right up by the rim. Got him out of the way right at the correct time as the ball went down. That was an odd shot from Brockington, but doesn't matter how odd it is. If it goes in, it goes in. And now cross-court pass. They'll switch it up to Kiska. Kiska now to Matt Paulus. Paulus dribbles out of trouble and will restart the offense by the logo. Bryant now hounds Isaiah Jones. Conrad Kiska back to Jones up near the logo. LaSalle again in no hurry. Brian coaches were hounding for a travel early on in this possession. Timeout called by Zach Chrysler. And the Explorers will talk about this a little bit. Ryan, again, trying to speed them up. They've done it a few times this quarter already. LaSalle will extend to a full timeout. We'll take it with him. 41 to 20, your score midway through the third quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball right here on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. As we are midway through the third quarter, 41 to 20 lead for the LaSalle Explorers. 3.06 to play here in the third frame. LaSalle to inbound after the timeout, Dan Rimaldi. Rimaldi has trouble getting it in and now it's stolen by Slaughter. Cross court pass to Brockington who walked with it but it's not called. 
Kulakuskis can't hit the three, and Shane Stark comes down with the gritty rebound. Up the floor to Jared Stukes. Slaughter gets the steal from behind. Very sloppy from the Explorers. Amin Bryant to the rim, finishes with the right hand. Now double team comes. Stukes nearly walks. A foul is called in the backcourt against Matisse Kulakuskis. That's the team's third foul of the half. Kulakuskis is second. Lasada inbound now from the sideline. Jared Stukes waiting too long. The double team is coming. He's not moving the ball. But they get it up to Matt Paulus. A baseline three is short. No good. Paulus keeps it in. Tries to throw it back in toward play. Slaughter there for another steal. Slaughter, good pass baseline. Couldn't get it. And now has the opportunity as they work it around the zone. Kulakuskis threw it right into the side of Jared Stukes. He didn't see him there. And it went off Stukes' arm and out of bounds. Ryan, we're going to see a lot of fast breaks. Did I say frenetic yet? It's a frenetic pace here tonight. 2-11 to play, a 41-22 lead. Amin Bryant thought about the three. Instead passes up top to Slaughter. Throws it right into the arms of Shane Stark. And then, very frustrated, Slaughter is going to foul Matt Paulus on his way by. Fourth team foul, second on Slaughter. And frankly, I can't understand that decision-making to just grab Stukes, or not even Stukes, I should say, Paulus that time on the way by. I am not understanding that either. LaSalle inbounds the ball. Paulus gets the feed from Stukes for three. In and out, no good. And the rebound down to Isaiah Brockington. Brockington floats up the floor across the timeline comes Slaughter. Slaughter makes a man miss, just throws it away. There might have been a tip. The referee saw it and called it. So Archbishop Ryan will retain possession. 1.43 to go, third quarter. LaSalle leading 41 to 22 against Archbishop Ryan in the first Philadelphia Catholic League basketball game of the season. Amin Bryant comes to the elbow, an extra dribble inside, good head fake, but found himself too far underneath the basket. Rebound to Stark and stolen right back. High off the glass from Bryant, gets his own rebound, again goes up, misses again. Top of the key three as they kick it back out. That one short from Brockington, and Stukes has the rebound. Stukes is tripped up in the midcourt, that time by Brockington. And a technical foul called against the Archbishop Ryan head coach as he nearly stepped on the LaSalle Explorer logo at center court. Way out of the coaching box. That is the third technical foul called against Archbishop Ryan. Archbishop and he's flirting with another one right now, Chris. I should be an auctioneer. Yes. An unbelievable possession where they had four looks at the bucket, could not finish. Will sell them with the outlets. The foul where the knee went into the back of Jared Stukes, and as a result, he went down. Archbishop Ryan, head coach, was not happy. Led to a technical foul call. And now it'll be Ryan McTamney to go to the line. He will shoot two, and LaSalle will get the ball back. If you're Archbishop Bryan, I mean, you should be just disappointed in, like, how you played against LaSalle. But it's mainly the shooting. They haven't gotten a lot of good shots off. They've gotten a good amount this third quarter. But throughout the game, just easy chances that should have been buckets. They just weren't buckets. Ryan McTamney hits the first foul shot. 
One more coming for him from the line. 42 to 22, a 20 point lead for the Explorers. Amin Bryant in the LaSalle huddle right now. Keeps repeating, I'm playing defense, I'm playing defense as a technical foul shot is being shot. Joe Dempsey's not happy about that whatsoever. No kidding. He's I wouldn't be either. in the LaSalle huddle right now, and now Bryant, the freshman, expressing words with the LaSalle bench. Jared Stooks gets the ensuing pass, now across the timeline. He's fouled by number two, Austin Slaughter. That's Archbishop Ryan's sixth team foul. Ryan foul number two, Austin Slaughter, his third team sixth. Now Jared Stukes will inbound from underneath the basket. One of the more chippy games you'll see. And Archbishop Ryan causing most of the tension. As you see in a Ryan Judge game, the chippiest of the chippiest. Now Jared Stukes up near the logo. Crossover dribble off to Isaiah Jones. Double team comes on Jones. Somehow gets it off to Jared Stukes. They'll reset top of the, the key now with Dan Romaldi. Romaldi hands off for Jones, gets into the lane, tries to pass off for number 23, Shane Stark. It's tipped out of bounds by Ryan. Romaldi had a way all the way to the basket. I think should have, or that was actually Isaiah Jones. He should have kept going there. Mm -hmm. He'll come off along with Dan Romaldi. Now Phil Held, who just checked into the game, along with Matt Paulus, held to inbound underneath the basket. Paulus, an open look from the corner. Short, no good, rebound to Held. Double team comes, he's able to dribble out of it. Stukes along the baseline. It's knocked out of bounds off Stukes' foot. And out of bounds to Archbishop Ryan. A good call from the referee who was right on top of it there. 36.9 to play third quarter. The Explorers leading 43 to 22. And Isaiah Jones will come on to replace Jared Stukes. Austin Slaughter now leads the offense for Ryan. Chabot at the elbow. Up top, Kulakuskis for three. In and out, no good. Isaiah Jones with the rebound. Up the floor to Matt Paulus, who walks it across the timeline. Double team comes. Stark fakes the pass after getting the feed from Paulus. Now to Jones. Extra pass to McTamney. Baseline three. That one is good from Ryan McTamney. Five seconds to shoot. Brockington is fouled. That's a good foul that time by Matt Paulus. A very, very heads up play. He fouls Brockington with 2.1 to go. Only the fourth team foul. So now Ryan will have to completely reset the offense inbound from the sideline and try to get a last second look. Very heads up play from the point guard, the junior, 5'11", Matt Paulus. Smart player, along with Jared Stukes making up that backcourt the Explorers. Matisse Kulakuskis to inbound, finds Chabot, hands off to Kulakuskis and travels with it. Point one seconds to play though, all that would happen would be a tip, so LaSalle likely just gonna throw the ball in. And oh, now I an elbow is Brockton. called. Isaiah Brockington has been tossed from the game. Wow. Number 21, Isaiah Brockington, the best offensive weapon for this team. And now the coaching staff of Archbishop Ryan being explained the foul. 
The referee pointed toward the locker room. Brockington still has not left. We'll see if he's allowed to remain on the floor. In and out the free throw on the technical for Matt Paulus. Paulus' second is a bit short. In and out, no good. Isaiah Brockington takes a seat on the bench. So at this very moment appears to be allowed to at least remain in the gym, if not even able to play in the game. But the referee did make a direct pointing motion toward the locker room area. Point one to play. They just need to touch it. They will. Conrad Kiska. And after three quarters of play, LaSalle leads 46 to 22. We'll keep it right here for this break. Chris, I believe LaSalle has a lot to learn from this game. Certainly, the way Archbishop Bryan is conducting themselves in this game, we can talk all night about that, so we won't. But LaSalle has faced almost constant pressure throughout the third quarter, both mentally, physically, psychologically, you name it. Way too many turnovers. I think that's what Joe Dempsey is going to say to this team. Even the sure hands of Jared Stukes at times, Matt Paulus and guys like that, have turned the ball over trying to go too quickly because Archbishop Bryan has kept that pressure on the guys. So I truly believe, yes, what's going to end up being a blowout win most likely for this team. So many lessons to take away from game one of Philadelphia Catholic League play. And I'd absolutely agree with you. We saw North Penn that game on Saturday. We got a lot of turnovers. LaSalle has started to cut those down a little bit, but we still have a good amount of turnovers that the Explorers are giving up. For the young guys, especially Chrysler and Conrad Kiska, and even if you want to talk about Alan Powell, we haven't seen yet, we might see him in this fourth quarter. This will be a great learning experience playing from a chubby PCL team and experiencing what we can get from a PCL team in general. Final eight minutes of play as we start the fourth quarter here from LaSalle College High School. The Explorers leading 46-22, to 22, and all these LaSalle basketball games are brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Quickly inbounding, Ryan McTamney's going to get all the way to the bucket and scores with the left hand. The swipe through by Slaughter tried to make the steal, overcompensated, and as a result, an easy bucket. Now Ryan will start offensively. Slaughter, a long three. Back iron, no good. Kulakuskis with the rebound. Back up top to Slaughter. No interest in running offense of any kind. Matt Paulus fouls him on his way in toward the lane. That's the fifth team foul, the second against Paulus. Austin Slaughter will inbound underneath the basket. Open three from the corner. The lefty look is well off from Christopher Guest. He had a lot of time, and it just his just shot was just not that pretty to look, and that shot. Uh, speaking of not pretty, this next possession for the Explorers, Ball's all over the place. Finally got in the hands of Ryan McTamney. Nearly a backcourt violation after the block on McTamney and back up the floor for Ryan. And now a baseline three. No good from Kulakuskis. Matt Paulus pulls up and is fouled as he crosses midcourt by Matisse Kulakuskis. That's the eighth team foul against Archbishop Ryan. A one and one upcoming for Matt Paulus. And in his face, number one, Amin Bryant. 
the ninth grader, being ingratiated to the Archbishop Bryan basketball team very quickly and very early on here. Welcome to the PCL, Fred. Matt Paulus' first free throw is good. He will earn his second. 49 to 22, the Explorers leading big here. 7.07 to play, fourth quarter. And at this point, a success would be not getting anybody hurt. Leading big, tensions high. Ryan with absolutely nothing to lose. Four technical fouls against the Raiders of Archbishop Ryan this evening. Well, Sal needs to keep their cool and stay healthy. Absolutely, I don't know when we're gonna see any uh, any subs and any bench guys from some JV guys come in, but maybe we might see them shortly with this big lead, just close to 30. LaSalle went three quarters court pressure, came inside to Bryant. He was fouled on a pass that he was trying to get into the interior. Team sixth, that's the third for Isaiah Jones. Next foul on LaSalle will force Archbishop Bryant into a one and one, so the Raiders will shoot on their Next foul drawn. 6.49 to play, Austin Slaughter. Feeds inside, the head fake, back outside. Here's a three-point look, no good from Palantino, and the rebound down to the Explorers. Paulus with the head fake as he got down the floor, inside to Stark. Double team comes, good two-man game with Paulus, and Paulus is fouled as he crashed toward the weak side block. He will shoot two with the line. Christopher Guest tabbed as the culprit. Team's ninth foul. Paulus was shooting, so he'll shoot two. Knocks down the first. Matt Paulus puts the Explorers up to 51 points. Paulus enters double digits along with Jared Stukes, who has 10, and then Ryan McTammy has 17 on the night. Paulus with four dribbles, flips the ball in his hands, end over end spin, and knocks down the second free throw. LaSalle leads by 30 against Archbishop Ryan in the Philadelphia Catholic League opener. And now the ball just aimlessly thrown away as they were trying to get it up past the half-court stripe. Chris Kuhar, I believe, was intending that for Matisse Kulikuskas, but well away from any Raiders that could have been on the receiving end of that pass. Now Shane Stark off to Isaiah Jones. He'll pass off to Kiska along the baseline behind the three-point line. Kiska with the jump stop back to Jared Stukes. Two-man game with Kiska. The head fake into the lane. Jump stop. Can't get it above the rim. And the rebound will be called, uh, I guess a rebound while it was being garnered. There will be a foul called against Conrad Kiska. And going to the line, this is our first setting of Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor just came into the game, the big man for Archbishop Ryan. As he was chasing down that rebound, was grabbed at by Kiska. He'll shoot one and one as it's the seventh foul on the Explorers. Taylor flips the ball in his hands. One and one is no good, but the rebound down to Kulakuskis. LaSalle tries to stay straight up. The ensuing follow cannot go over the front rim and in. Rebound comes back to Ryan. 
Palantino goes baseline. Back up top, here comes the three from Guest. No good, the rebound to Kulakuskis again. Tries to go up and under, can't finish, and Ryan McTamney with the rebound. Ball nearly stolen from him. Nice job of dribbling to stay with it. Kiska has it now. Pass to the corner, Zach Chrysler. Who will reset up top to Isaiah Jones. Jones off now to Kiska. Zach Chrysler up near the midcourt logo. Hands off to Isaiah Jones. 5.22 to play, a 30-point lead for the Explorers. And the baseline feed went right at the feet of Ryan McTamney. The pass came from Jones, not the best pass, and a turnover for the Explorers. Coming the lineup for the Explorers, number 21, Bill Hell, number 15, Dan Romali. I think as we talked about with LaSalle, how they're going to have to work on them some turnovers and turnover problems. Archbishop Ryan has a ton, a ton to work on, especially with their shots and especially composure, as well as just most of their game. Palantino missed a three. Archbishop Ryan just launching at will right now. Rebound down to Dan Romaldi. Back up the floor, the Explorers come. Conrad Kiska hands off to Phil Held. Held hands off to Romaldi. Romaldi gets inside. Good look to the corner. Isaiah Jones for three. No good. A strong rebound by Fred Taylor for Archbishop Ryan. Up the floor now comes Chris Kuhar for the Raiders. They fake the three. Christopher Guest now to the corner. Guest gets it back after the quick pass, and he'll launch the three. A bit short, in and out, no good. Rebound down to Isaiah Jones, who quickly outlets to Romaldi. Zach Chrysler has it now. No true ball handler on the floor for the Explorers. Chrysler held Romaldi, Jones, and Kiska, the five on the floor for the Explorers with 4.08 to play, still leading by 30. We're going to see some bench guys coming in shortly. Looks like Alan Powell, the freshman, and, and the fan favorite, the senior, Chris Ferguson, the quarterback from the Explorers football team. He's doing a one-and-done just like Dom Cucci a couple years ago. In the midst of that, a turnover by Conrad Kiska did not advance the ball in five seconds, so the five-second violation was called. And as you mentioned, Alan Powell, Chris Ferguson both into the game. Christopher Guest comes baseline, throws it to nobody in particular. I think he was looking for maybe, maybe Fred Taylor, but it sailed well wide. Definitely looked like he was looking for Taylor, but Taylor's not that tall. The baseline feed went into the LaSalle student section, and now the Explorers back up the floor. Conrad Kiska with the ball. Kiska gets through two defenders, finds Alan Powell, kind of a safety outlet after that endeavor trying to dribble through those two defenders. Very lucky to even get through those two. Zach Chrysler has it top of the key. Alan Powell nearly stumbles with it. Chris Ferguson has it now. Ferguson finds Powell up near the logo. 321 to play. Powell nearly loses it right up near the midcorp stripe. And a, a, and a carrying violation is called against the Explorers. Alan Powell was knocked over at the midcourt stripe by number 12, Chris Kuhar. The referee instead called a, a carry. Chris Palantino now up the floor for Ryan. Here comes a long three. That's well short off the hands of Chris Kuhar, and Powell has the rebound. Ball is kicked. 
Conrad Kiska was trying to make a pass to Powell, and jumping up with the legs was Chris Palantino, who got his feet on it. Jimmy Bradley's going to come in for Phil Howell. That's another JV player. And we're also going to see Brett Werner for Conrad Kiska. Werner will throw the ball in, number 24, and the starting goalkeeper for the soccer team. He turns it over to the bucket, and scoring is Chris Kuhar, who intercepted it in the backcourt. Now Kuhar intercepts again. Goes up and scores. Four quick ones for Chris Kuhar. Two of the easiest buckets you'll get all night. Now Alan Powell gets fouled from the backside by Chris Palantino, a junior. Those are the first four points of Ryan in this quarter. 52 to 26, your score. LaSalle doubling up Archbishop Ryan. And yes, as you said, Chris, first buckets of the quarter. 2.42 to play. Powell knocks down the first of two. Jameer Bradley into the game for the Explorers. Powell knocks down the second, softly off the front rim and in. Now Chris Kuhar, newly anointed scoring threat, passes inside to Chris Palantino. Now a long three from the top of the key is good from Brian Arpino, a senior guard, and a foul called in the backcourt against number 11, Chris Palantino. I think that might have been Ryan's second or third three of the game thus far. I haven't seen a lot of threes go in for the Raiders, something that they'll need to work on. Jameer Bradley goes to the line to shoot two. The Explorers leading by 25, 54 to 29. Bradley back iron, no good on the first free throw. He will attempt his second. Bradley hits the second. The Explorers lead 55 to 29. Under 2.30 to play in the fourth quarter. Kuhar jump stops in the lane. Good look to Palantino. Baseline three is good. Ferguson now off to Jameer Bradley as they get across the timeline. Inside look to Ferguson. Blocked on his way up. LaSalle inbound from underneath their own basket as the block went out of bounds. Jameer Bradley. Ball was tipped out of bounds by number 11, Chris Palantino, who was standing over the more diminutive Powell as he was trying to inbound. Powell having trouble getting it in, is able to inbound it to Ferguson on the baseline. Ferguson gets the ball stolen from him. Kuhar now twice has gotten Ferguson. Kuhar winds up a three, top of the key. It's good. Archbishop Ryan saved something for the last couple minutes of this game. Chris Kuhar has a quick seven. Chris Kuhar is your best shooter. And we only just saw him in the fourth quarter. Zach Chrysler unable to finish as he dove to the basket. Rebound down to Archbishop Ryan. Behind the back goes Chris Palantino. He's guarded by Jameer Bradley. Palantino into the lane. Gets stripped by Ferguson. Ferguson got a hand in there. Bradley back up the floor. Nearly stolen from him. Very fortunate to be able to retain possession there. 118 to play, a 20-point lead for the Explorers. 55 to 35. This is Zach Chrysler holding the ball near the logo. Powell back to Jameer Bradley. 
LaSalle in no hurry. But Bradley nearly gets the ball taken away, somehow able to stay with it. And then head coach Joe Dempsey gets a timeout. Tells the referees to keep it running. And Archbishop Ryan does not oblige. They just want to get subs in. It'll be number 20, Matt Dever. And number four, or I should say number 20, Nick Hoffman, my apologies. And number 40, Colin Hirschman. Inbound to Powell. Extra pass to Hirschman off to Hoffman. Hoffman cannot finish at the bucket. Rebound down to Brian Arpino. Number 12, Chris Kuhar dribbles down the lane and uh, it draws a foul. So that one will be on the floor. The ninth team foul. That will be the first against Brett Werner. Kuhar will shoot one and one. Kuhar hits the first. He has eight in about the last three minutes. One more coming from Kuhar. Now a 19-point deficit for Archbishop Ryan. Second is also good. 55 to 37, 54.4 seconds to play. Alan Powell goes behind his back. Off to Jameer Bradley, across half court to Brett Warner, and then one more to Powell. Floater in the lane is good from Alan Powell as the Red Sea parted for him. Chris Kuhar lines up a three top of the key. That's well short. And the rebound down to Nick Hoffman. Handing off to Jameer Bradley across the timeline with a long pass. Werner might have gotten hit on his way up, but it's knocked out of bounds after the miss. Last touch by the Explorers. 20.8 to play, a 20-point lead now for the Explorers. Final few seconds of this fourth quarter. Chris Kuhar spins in the lane, cannot finish. Rebound to Colin Hirschman, who hands off to Alan Powell. All he needs to do is get it past the timeline. He will do that. And LaSalle, in their first home game of the Philadelphia Catholic League season, their first Philadelphia Catholic League game period, gets the 20-point win against rivals Archbishop Ryan and advances to 1-0 in league play. Just an ugly game for the Raiders. A pretty good game. It's a better upgrade from North Penn from Saturday for the Explorers, but they still have some kinks to work out. It was great to see some of the uh, JV guys come in, some of the bench warmers come in and get some experience. I think that's really important to see them play in a PCL game, especially with a team like Ryan. So that'll give everyone around some good experience. And certainly worth mentioning, you can come in and you can lose big in the Philadelphia Catholic League, but you can do it a certain way. Archbishop Ryan really did not represent themselves very well this evening. It wasn't a great uh, show of what we expect to see in the Philadelphia Catholic League, and it really is a shame. And I take my hat off for this LaSalle team, their ability to keep their heads. Four technical fouls that could have been about seven on yes. Archbishop Ryan, and unfortunately in some ways marred what otherwise could have been and was a pretty good game for this Explorer team. But you talk about now on the Explorer side some great players in this game, and we're going to give you the honors once again. The Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game, Chris Yastrzemski, who do you have? Well, you gave me some heat over Saturday with my selection, but I'm standing with my selection on Saturday. Today's selection, I'm going to go with the leading point scorer this time, Ryan McTamney, 17 points. He drove this LaSalle offense. He came up with some pretty big threes in a balanced scoring attack. I'll, I will give my player of the game award to Mr. Ryan McTamney. Final score here was 57 to 37. 
Stay tuned on the other side. We'll wrap up our thoughts, see if we can grab one of these guys and get their thoughts after an early Philadelphia Catholic League game. 57 to 37, again the score. This has been LaSalle College Basketball presented by Denfi Ford. Come back with us on the other side and we'll wrap things up. New set of wheels this holiday season. Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. Post-game show here on Bob Long Sports. The Explorers with a 57-37 win at home against Archbishop Ryan to start the season. And now we have Ryan McTamney, 17 points on the evening, the leading scorer, and dubbed by Chris Jastrzemski, the Elmark Signs of Graphics player of the game. So first of all, congratulations, Ryan. A big win for you guys, and what's this mean to start Philadelphia Catholic League play? Um, I mean, it's huge, you know. Um, coming in this game, we just... We set our record was zero and zero. I mean, the preseason didn't really matter, so we wanted to make sure we, you know, went one and zero um, to start off the season. Um, and now we just made sure, you know, we knocked them off. And now, as we we start to look forward here, but this is your last game before Christmas holiday. And, and again, a team you played here in Archbishop Ryan, you played in their building last year. That can be a rowdy, raucous place to play. What did they bring in here that that might have been a little different than what you've seen from other teams this season? Um. Well, we just knew that they were going to try to, like, get in our heads kind of. Um, you know, they were going to just talk and talk and try to just get in our heads. Um, and we were just, you know, trying to just stay focused throughout the whole game, um, trying not to let that get to us. Um, and I think we did a really good job, you know, just staying within ourselves and, you know, just ignoring what they were saying and trying to, you know, just kept playing. You guys on Saturday against North Penn had a lot of turnovers, especially early on. Today you limited them to a bit. 
talk about this turnovers a little bit and what you guys worked on between Saturday and Tuesday. Um, yeah, so you know, after that, after the North Penn game, you know, it was good we won, but there was a lot of stuff we had to work on, um, especially those turnovers. So you know, last couple of days we just made sure we um, limited the turnovers, um, and we definitely didn't want to, you know, have as many turnovers as we did against North Penn against Ryan because we knew, if, you know, we had a lot of turnovers. They were gonna, you know, it was gonna come back at us, and we just want to make sure we lowered them, and you know, we're able to, you know. Have not have as many turnovers, and then we could, you know, so they didn't come back on us. We saw late in the fourth quarter, we saw some of the bench guys, Ferguson come in, Allen, Allen Powell come in. Some of those guys have never played PCL basketball before. Big, some of them have played against PCL opponents in different sports, so they might have a little gist of what to expect. How important was it for guys like Ferguson and Allen? to get experience against a PCL team like Ryan tonight? Um, no, it's huge because, you know, when we play, you know, when we keep playing, we're going to need some guys that can back, like, come off the bench. Um, so we're going to really need them to step it up and, you know, just get like, slowly get experience. Um, so with, with them getting experience and all, it'll really help us down the long run. So when we need, you know, some subs and all, they can come in and, you know, let us get a breather. We're talking to Ryan McTamney here on Bob Long Sports post game after a 20 point win and 17 from Ryan himself. So Ryan, and this this is a tough question, but we go into Christmas and then you'll have a Parkland tournament uh, coming up right after Christmas break. But as you go into December 25th, holidays with the family, with the friends, if you had to grade your guys your season so far, give yourself a grade on a report card, what would that be and why? What do you think you could still improve upon to this point? Um. I don't know. I guess, I guess you say we're around like a B. Uh, we still need to work on a, a lot of stuff. Um, we still need to work on like execution. Um, once we start playing, you know, bigger teams, we need to learn. We just need to execute, um, and we still need to keep focusing on starting off the game well. Um, you know, in the uh, preseason, there was still a lot of games that we were coming out slow, um, and you know, today was a good first game where we came out strong, and we just need to keep continuing that. And finally, after this Parkland tournament, you go back to PCL action. You play Judge, another Northeast chippy team. What's going to be? Give us a preview about that. Um, well, you know they're going to be the same way. They're going to they're going to want to you know talk, and they're going to want to try to get in our heads. And we just got to stay within ourselves and not let that bother us. Um, you know we're just going to have to you know just let that not get to us. A big game from Ryan McTamley, our player of the game. Thanks for being here with us, and we appreciate the few minutes. Yeah, no problem. That's Ryan McTamney of the winning Explorer team, and that's a great game from him, like we mentioned. A few stats, Chris, to wrap up here before we get out of here, and appreciate everybody listening in, and this was a good start for this Explorer team. So for the Explorer faithful listening in, they got a good show. McTamney had 17, 45% from the field for him. Shane Stark ended with six. Matt Paulus, second in scoring with 11. Jared Stooks, he had 10. Powell with four off the bench. Kiska also with four off the bench. Bradley added one late. And Isaiah Jones, he had two. From the field total, the Explorers 33%, 15 of 45. And from three, four of 15, 26%. So uh, exactly what Ryan McTamney just talked about, there is room for improvement. And at times, this Archbishop Bryan team did make things difficult offensively for the Explorers. And I think there's a lot to take away from that. Yeah, we saw a little glimpse of Ryan and how they wanted to play a game, but they just played it for a couple minutes and then they got really chippy and they shot themselves in the foot multiple times. If Ryan played their game for about 32 minutes, we might have a different basketball game. We might be t have a, a different talk about what, what happened.
our next broadcast here off the Explorer win will be, like you said, the 4th of January against Father Judge. A big win here to start Philadelphia Catholic League play, a 57-37 to win against Archbishop Ryan. For my color commentator, Chris Jastrzemski, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Winmore, Pennsylvania. The Explorers win and improve to 1-0 in the Philadelphia Catholic League, still undefeated on the season. This broadcast has been brought to you by Dunphy Ford, and we'll see you next time.